You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. What you got? Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers, welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. And this is episode 99, and I'm so excited to share this message with you. A couple of weeks ago, I was asked to preach at a local church's revival. And the message that God gave to me, I knew was not just for the church that I was going to. It was not just for me, but it was my Purpose Chasers on the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. So I'd like to share that message with you. Now, before we get started, just a reminder to follow me, your host, Shantae Sapphire, on Instagram at Shantae Sapphire. Of course, the link is down in the show notes. We are carrying on our conversations, our daily conversations over there. We got Motivation Monday for you. We got your word Wednesday. So you do not want to miss out on Instagram. So go ahead and join us over there. Now, let's get into today's message. Today's message is going to be taken from Psalms 118 verses 10 to 17. So I'm going to read to you what it says in the New Living Translation, and then we're going to hop right into the meat of what God has shared with me to share with you. So let's get started. And it starts, though hostile nation surrounds me, I destroy them all with the authority of the Lord. Yes, they surrounded and attacked me, but I destroyed them all with the authority of the Lord. They swarmed around me like bees. They blazed against me like a crackling fire, but I destroyed them all with the authority of the Lord. My enemies did their best to kill me, but the Lord rescued me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. Songs of joy and victory are sung in the camp of the godly. The strong right arm of the Lord has done glorious things. The strong right arm of the Lord is raised in triumph. The strong right arm of the Lord has done glorious things. I will not die. Instead, I will live to tell what the Lord has done. Now, during the time of writing this message, I had a very, very tough week. I mean, I was preaching. I was standing there and I had aches and pains. I had tendonitis, and I still do, in both my wrist and both my elbows. And the battle that I had been through in the last two weeks at my nine to five was meant to take me out. It was meant to distract me from my purpose. It was meant to cause anxiety, disappointment, and depression. You see, when you're up against a battle and you feel like the battle has been never ending, and you're fighting and fighting and wondering where God God is. You're ready to roll over and give up. In fact, giving up would be easy at this point. That's where I was. That's how I felt that at this point, you know what? Giving up 
would be easy. I know there has been times where I could have easily given up. I could have died in the midst of the storm. And now when I say die, I know that we have a tendency to think of a physical death, but right now I'm talking about dying a spiritual death. So you might be saying, well, Shante, okay, all right. How do, how do I die a spiritual death? You die a spiritual death by giving up on the path and the purpose that God has created for you. And you decide to go in another direction. You decide to take the easy route. You decide to take the path of least resistance, not knowing that the path that's in front of you, the path that may feel tumultuous is the path that God has specifically allowed you to go down so that you can experience his miraculous victory. So we all have done it. Listen, we all do it. We come to the altar or our prayer closet or just get before God and we pray to God and we ask him to fill us up and we ask him to take us to the next level and we ask him to use us and we ask him to allow us to be the light in this world. And then we forget. We forget that some of the things that we are going through is to get us to the place that we ask God to take us to. The place that we have been praying for. And because we do not like the method to get there, we start asking God to take away the battle altogether, not knowing that if he removes the battle, then he will also remove the victory that's on the other side. So we need to change our perspective. We need to change our perspective. And the word said in Romans 12 two, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and in and perfect will of God. In order for us to live and not die, we just need to shift our mindsets. We just need to look at the battle in another way. We need to change our reasonable belief and our assumptions into a spiritual understanding. You see, you guys know that I'm a I'm a lawyer in my nine to five. I am a lawyer and I go to places like magistrates, court, Supreme Court and Court of Appeal. And you see when I'm in the courtroom and I'm explaining to a jury that I need them to draw reasonable inferences from all the facts that have been provided, I would say something like this to them. I would say, members of the jury, to make your decision, I ask that you use four tools. One, your common sense. Two, your combined knowledge of the world. Three, your assessment of the demeanor of the witnesses. And four, draw reasonable inferences from facts provided. For example, you have been in the court all day and there are no windows that will allow you to see outside. So you aren't quite sure what's going on outside. But then you see that I come in with an umbrella and you see that my umbrella is wet. You then go outside and notice that the cars and the road are wet as well. And although you didn't see it and no one told you about it, you can reasonably infer that it rained. Making reasonable inferences is putting facts together to come to a logical conclusion. Hmm. 
coming to a logical conclusion. So what I'm submitting to you today, Purpose Chasers, is that coming to a logical conclusion is what has been stopping your Christian walk. You see, when I'm talking to a a jury, I need them to come to a logical conclusion from the facts that have been provided so that we can come to a conclusion on the case that they have to rule on. But in real life, in life that is before us, in your everyday life, as spirit-filled people, coming to a logical conclusion is not what you need. Coming to a logical conclusion is what has been stopping your Christian walk. You have been trying to come to a logical conclusion based on what's in front of you, based on what you think you know, instead of tapping into your spiritual understanding and letting the Holy Spirit remind you of what God says, not what you can physically see. Because as my mom is always saying, when, when it, when it comes to God, The facts aren't always the truth, right? God is a miraculous God. He does things that don't even seem possible. So if we rely on the facts that are in front of us, then we're taking away God's chance to do the exceeding abundantly above all that we could even ask or think. So let's get into some of these facts that aren't the truth, right? The fact was that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego should have died in the fiery furnace, but they did not. The fact is that Daniel should have died in the lion's den, but he did not. The fact is that Goliath should have taken out David in one failed swoop, but he did not. The fact is also ultimately that Jesus should have stayed dead in the grave, but he rose again. So what do all of these anointed people of God have in common? Through God, they had the power and authority to destroy their enemy. As a matter of fact, they were not alone in their circumstances. They were not alone in the midst of the battle. There there was a fourth man in the fire. There was someone standing with David who, who took on Goliath. You see, God was there. God was there in the midst of their storms. God was there in the midst of their battles. And I'm submitting to you that even in your storm, even in your battle, even right now, when you feel like you want to give up, you want to roll over and die. You don't want to continue this spiritual journey. I'm telling you that there is somebody with you in this battle. His name is God. So we just need to remember that we are not alone. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there is someone standing in the fire with us that gives us the power and authority to declare that we will destroy them all with the authority of the Lord. We have the authority to destroy anything that rises up against us. I mean, I really wonder if there's anybody who's listening to this podcast that has decided that they are the one appointed and anointed for such a time as this. I mean, I don't know what battle you may be going through, but I know that there is always a battle to be fought and always a battle to be won. So I wonder if any of you have said to yourself that you are the one. You get me? I really want to know, have any of you said to yourself, you know what? I am the one. You are anointed and appointed for such a time as this. And instead of going around saying, woe is me and crying to God and saying, why me, God? Why me? What are you the one who's saying, why not me? Like, why not me, God? I wish the devil would try me today because I am not the one. I wonder if there's anyone out there that's listening to this podcast that would be so bold. 
Do you know that the army that was meant to take you out does not know that they are fighting a losing battle? So you have in the insider scoop, you have insider information. You know that you will be victorious because the battle is ultimately the Lord's. So no giant, no army, no devil can dare stand in the way of what God wants to do, what God wants to manifest in your life. So I need you to have faith. I need you to have more faith in your anointing, have more faith that God knew what he was doing when he chose you, when he anointed you, when he appointed you, when he formed you in your mother's room, he knew what he was doing. God has given you such a miraculous anointing that you haven't even tapped into the fullness of it yet. You don't even know what you're capable of. So you need to recognize that when the word says in Psalms 105:15, touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm, you are God's anointed. So I want you even wherever you are right now, listening to, to me in the car, you know, on the drive home, on your walk, while you're working out, I want you to point to yourself and say, I am God's anointed. That means that when things rise up against you, they aren't just coming up against you. They are coming up against God. And when you fully embrace that notion, then you can fully understand the power and the authority you have to live and not die, to not give up. When you bring your life into the alignment with your purpose and what God wants to do through you in this world, then anyone and anything that comes up against you, you can declare that you're not just coming up against me anymore. Oh no, boo-boo, you're not just coming up against me. You may see Shantae in the flesh, but it's not just me here. You are not just coming up against me. You are coming up against him. You are coming up against the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Roaring Lion in Judah, the one who never fails, the one who is always victorious, you are coming up against my father. You are coming up against my God. God's word will empower you. I'm telling you right now, God's word will empower you with declarations. It will have you walking around here, feeling yourself saying, I wish a demon would try me today because no weapon formed against me shall prosper and all things work together for my good. If I were you, I would Grab a hold of your authority and tell the devil, if you were picking a fight with just me, you may have had a chance. But the reason why you don't have a chance is because God has told me that this battle is not even mine. It's his. It's God's. You have to face, not me. I'm just a witness to your device. You know what, devil? I'm just here to watch you get your butt whooped. That's what I'm here to do. I just want you to know that you're coming up against the wrong person because there is an anointing on my life and I will not stop until that anointing is manifest and God knows my heart and he knows what I want to do in this world. And so he's not going to let anything or just anybody come up against me. And that goes for you. God will not let anything and anybody come up against you. So don't look at those people that are aggravating you at the job and the people who are bothering you, you know, your friends that are rubbing you the wrong wrong way, your family that's starting to annoy you. Don't look at all of that. God will not let just anything or anybody come up against you. And even if somebody ought to dare come up against you, they're already fighting a losing battle. God protects his anointed. And because we are his anointed, you, me, we, we are his anointed. He protects us. 
So when you feel like you're on the edge and have nowhere to go and when your back is up against the wall and you feel like you're going to die and when you feel like the Israelites leaving Egypt with Pharaoh's army behind them and nowhere to go, the enemy at your back in the sea in front of you, when, you're, uh, when you feel like your only options are to be killed or to drown, remember that you serve a r- miraculous God. Remember that you serve a miraculous God. God will part the sea to get you to the other side. God will part the sea so that you will be victorious. But in order to experience that victory, you must not give up. In order to experience the very thing the world thinks is impossible, you have to remember who your creator is. You cannot die in this. You cannot give up. You have to make it to the other side. So right now, stop what you're doing and decree and declare, I will not die in this. I have to, I will make it to the other side. So know this people of God and know this purpose chasers, instead of praying for God to remove this battle, let's ask God to use this battle to show up and show off in a miraculous way so that we can live to tell what the Lord has done. I believe that God wants to break some things off of us today. He wants to show you that the fact that you had to face battles in the past was not to hold you back. It was not to keep you from growing. It was not to kill you. It was actually to show you that you can survive anything that rises up against you. Oh yes. The weapons will be formed, but they won't prosper. God has placed a hedge of protection around you all in the midst of it. God has placed a hedge of protection around you all in the midst of it. And God will use the very thing. God will use that very obstacle that the devil sent to kill you, to knock you off your path of purpose, to make you give up on God and everything around you. God will use that very thing to work together for your good. Better yet, he will use that very thing to realign you with your purpose. So I want you to pause. And just look at every obstacle in your life and say to it, I want you to decree this. I will destroy you with the authority of the Lord by any means necessary. And I don't want you to get confused. When I say you will destroy the enemies, there won't be a physical fight because the fight is not yours. It's the Lord's. So instead, I want you to look at second Chronicles 2017 that tells us, but you will not even need to fight. I'm gonna just repeat that. It says, but you will not even need to fight. Take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you. O people of Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow for the Lord is with you. It's time we put our trust and our faith in God, who is able to rescue us from everything that is threatening our life. God who's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can even ask or think. When he brings you through this battle, through this fight, you will live to tell this story. You will live to declare the works of the Lord in your generations and those to come. 
The Lord wants us to put our trust in him in the midst of the difficult circumstances that might be a threat to our present, future, and our very life. I need you to have the same spirit of faith as David who wrote this psalm. I need you to have this attitudes. I need you to have this attitude. Speak forth. Do not keep your mouth shut in this season. Declare that I shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. Take your position, stand still and watch what the Lord does. You hear me purpose chasers? Take your position, stand still and watch what the Lord does. Remember the scripture. God has empowered you and graced you to destroy any battle that rises up against you with the authority of the the Lord. So before I finish up, I just want to leave you with this Psalms 118, five to seven, and then I'm going to go back down to verse 18 and I'm going to read it to you and then I'm going to declare it to you. All right. So let me read it to you. It says in my distress, I pray to the Lord. And the Lord answered me and set me free. The Lord is for me, so I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Yes, the Lord is for me. He will help me. I will look in triumph at those who hate me. I will not die. Instead, I will live to tell what the Lord has done. So, I'm going to declare this over you before I finish up this podcast. So you heard me read it, but I'm going to do it as a declaration. I'm taking my power and my authority to declare this over any person who hears this over the wavelengths. Okay. In all 80 something countries that is listening to the podcast, I'm declaring this to you in your distress. You pray to the Lord and the Lord will answer you. And the Lord will set you free, Purpose Chasers. The Lord is for you. So you will have no fear in the name of Jesus. What can mere people do to you? Yes, the Lord is for you. He will help you. You will look in triumph at those who hate you. You will not die. You hear me, Purpose Chasers? You will not die. You will not give up. You will not roll over. You will not die. Instead, you will live to tell what the Lord has done. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. I hope this word has resonated in your heart and I pray that it will walk with you. It will be tattooed in your heart and you will remember as the devil tries to rise up and tries to take you down, you will remember the power and authority you have and you will remember that the battle is not yours, that it is the Lord's and you will take your position. You will pray. You will stand still and watch God do a victory. So that's it for this week's episode of the Pray Plan Slay podcast. We'll see you next week for another episode of the podcast. Talk soon.